settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, I apparently have no voice. So I apologize for the raspiness. I really don't know where it came from. This wasn't happening all day. Um, But yeah, I'll keep this episode short and sweet because I'm sure no one's going to want to listen to me with a raspy voice for an hour. So let's try to do like a 20-minute episode, maybe even shorter, maybe a little longer. It depends on how long I ramble. But before I get into the episode, I want to just share that I have officially opened my waitlist for a group coaching course. So if you remember a couple of weeks or months ago, I had asked in an episode like who would be interested in a group course, something like Queens of Confidence, um, you know, because I do offer private one-on-one coaching and it's been amazing and I just signed on a couple new clients and of course you can always inquire about that. The link is in the show notes, but a lot, a lot, a lot of people are interested in a group course where you know you'd be getting on weekly calls not alone it'd be like a bunch of us there'd be like a group chat really building a community making friends especially most importantly like-minded friends girls who really want to you know uplift themselves and evolve and yeah just building like a really cool community of this type of program and so the wait list is officially open the link is in the show notes to inquire and more details will be to follow so the details that are to come will include like launch dates and prices and kind of like a syllabus and just like all different things packages like whatever um and so yeah get on that wait list asap because I certainly won't take on too many people because it will be a group course, but you still want to keep it, you know, like intimate. You still want people to feel like special and really getting attention. And so, yeah, it would be um, first come, first serve. And I don't have any more information other than that right now, but I definitely would not take on tons of people. So get on the wait list to be the first people in the know and yeah more information to follow but I'm really excited this will be all things you know confidence and leveling up and raising your standards and self-love and self-care and that's what we're going to talk about today on the self-care aspect more specifically selfishness because selfishness is self-care selfishness has such a negative connotation but it's actually very very powerful when executed properly I've had so many friends in my life who are such selfish people and they just do wrong by you and they're just like oh it's like they have bad intentions even if they don't realize they have bad intentions they do their intention is really just you know to benefit themselves they don't give a fuck about anybody else and it's not right It's like not cool at all. But selfishness is really powerful when executed properly. Selfishness is allowing yourself to outgrow people who no longer serve you. Selfishness is 
saying no to things that don't feel right. Whether it be like declining plans that you don't want to go to or choosing, you know, not to be around certain people that don't make you feel good about yourself. Selfishness is truly about putting your needs first, putting your desires, standards, values, morals, and boundaries first. And when you do that, you realize like, I'm just doing what's best for me. And I'm allowed to do what's best for me, even if it upsets other people. Like that's not really my problem. It's not really what I I need to worry about. I can't worry about upsetting people, um, you know, if it's at the cost or at the expense of my happiness and my sanity and my self-care. And allowing myself to put myself first and to be selfish has really helped me develop a really strong black and white way of like, I say yes when I mean yes and I say no when I mean no. Think about how many times you've said yes to things that you don't even want to say yes to. Or you, you know, you just like, you, you don't mean what you say 100% of the time. And I do. I mean what I say 100% of the time. And I say what I mean. People pleasing is just so toxic. And it's not fun. It's not cute. And it doesn't make you nice. I've said this on so many episodes. Like, I hate people pleasers. And people pleasers are so often people who consider themselves to be so nice. And it's like, oh, so I'm not nice because I'm not a people pleaser. Because I'm honest. Because I stick up for myself. Because I put myself first. I'm not so nice. You're the nice one because you don't know how to just state your boundaries and uphold your standards that doesn't make you nice it makes you a people pleaser and it makes you toxic I mean putting others before yourself is really really harmful it's harmful for you it's harmful for your mental health it's harmful for your perspective of yourself your self-worth your confidence You start to think other people are more valuable than you. You start to feel bad for yourself. Think of yourself like a victim. Um, And, you know, putting others before yourself and caring so much about doing what makes everybody else happy allows so much shit to get swept under the rug. It allows so many things to just go untalked about. And it allows us to, like, justify things like we justify people's actions and we make excuses for other people oh like you know if I stand up for myself or if I call this person out it's gonna make it awkward for everybody you know when like you have a group of friends and one person like is just you're getting bad vibes or whatever the case is but you do nothing about it because oh for the sake of the group I don't want to I don't want to do this to the group like fuck the group what about yourself like you're you're gonna inconvenience yourself to convenience everybody else that shit is harmful stop making excuses for other people stop justifying why you allow shitty people to remain in your life and when we take a step back and see things a little bit more in black and white and start just putting ourselves first like just straight up like moving forward 
I will only do what's best for me. I'm putting myself first. So what, So when you're operating from that mindset of like, I come first, I'm only going to do what makes me happy 100% of the time. And I'm not going to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I'm not go. I'm not willing to negotiate it. You know, like I'm not willing to put myself first or do what makes me feel good 75% of the time or 50% of the time. I'm willing, I'm only willing and able to do what makes me happy 100% of the time, you know? So when you're in that mindset, you operate from there, you realize how much less bullshit you put up with. It's actually crazy. When you just like uphold your standards 100% of the time, you literally deal with way less nonsense. I know I just talked about this with um, Michelle on one of my most recent episodes about embodying the feminine. Actually, it might be, be the episode right before this, embodying feminine energy. And she said something that I really loved. She was like, having standards that you don't uphold doesn't make them standards. It makes them a preference. Like you would like to do things this way or you would like for like people to treat you like this or whatever. But if you don't actually stick to your standards, then it's really not the standard. It's actually just a preference. It's what you prefer, but it's not the only thing that you stand for. Because standards should be exactly that. Standards. This is the standard. This is the only thing that I accept. This is the only thing that I allow. And that's that. Like there's no other way around it. And so... I want to share a video I came across the other day on TikTok. Um, And you know, it's funny because what she says in this video is everything I always say. Like, it's not new information. Um, It's literally reiterating the past 57 episodes of For the Girls. But I want to play it for you guys anyway because I liked the story, liked the video. And sometimes hearing the same message but worded differently might just click with you differently. You know, like it might just resonate with you deeper. It might just make more sense hearing somebody else's like story and way of explaining. So even though you guys have heard me say all this stuff, this might be really cool for you. So the TikTok username that it came up on is venus loves magic okay here we go i want to share this experience with you or this conversation i had with a friend rather and i wanted to share because it was so on point and i don't even think she realized how on point she is but she i told her girl you on point so i have a friend she's a single mom and she's dating and um the dating pool can be difficult even as a woman with kids a woman without kids whatever so she was dating a guy for a substantial amount of time and he just was not showing the effort that she needed for him to show she just was he just wasn't and you know she expressed she expressed um what she needed she's you know she communicated with him on multiple occasions and he just could not seem to get it together to you know whatever the reason was she was so intentional about how her dating experience was going to go that she cut him off. And when she cut him off, she simply said, you are not in a place in your life where you're able to give me what I need to be secure in a relationship. And of course, that was something new to him. So he was really upset about it. But let me tell you the little piece of gem that I found in that. I... 
I looked at her overall and noticed that she doesn't share some of the same issues that a lot of women share in at her particular stage in her life and her views on men and relationships are not really tainted. And I have a theory about that. The reason why is that she doesn't stay around for mistreatment. She doesn't stay around when she recognizes that it's not working. She doesn't take it personal. She doesn't make it a a invitation to change herself or change that person. She just recognizes that that experience is not what she wants and she chooses something else. You can do that in love. You can do that in finance. You can do that in friendships. Whenever there is something that is not serving you, instead of taking that as an invitation to change yourself, to fix it, to meet it, or to change the other person to be it, I think let's normalize saying this is just not the experience that I anticipated that it was, and it's okay for me to release that so that I can get the experience that um, it is that I desire. Fast forward. When she cut that relationship off, she ended up finding a man that gave her everything that she needed. So powerful. So powerful. Hopefully that helped you out because it damn sure helped me. <laughs> I love that video. Um, anyway, you guys get the point. Like, that woman put herself first. She upheld her standards 100% of the time. She made room for nothing else. And she's like, this is my self-care. Like, I'm going to be selfish with my time. I'm going to be selfish with my energy. I'm going to be selfish with my intentions and desires and boundaries and so on and so forth. And she might have had a nice guy who, you know, she enjoyed her time with. But she's like, eh, nope not 100% what I want. So I just unfortunately can't make any further time for it. So I think that what she does and something that I teach my coaching clients is that you have to turn your standards into requirements. You know, like talking about how Michelle said standards that aren't upheld are not standards, their preferences. And, you know, in response to that, I said 100%. Standards need to be requirements otherwise we make you know so many like uh, like we bend the rules for so many people so if you turn your standards into requirements like it is a requirement to match these re- like standards whatever I don't even know how I want to say that like it is just a fucking requirement then yeah you start to notice everything falls into place and everything falls in line accordingly so a couple bullet points here that i teach my you know clients my coaching clients about standards to switch them to requirements and make sure that these four are on the list one hold yourself and the people around you accountable and what i mean when i say that is that what you want must be exactly what you get no exceptions So hold yourself accountable to every single thing that you say you want. You want this business? Do it. You want this friendship? Get it. You want this relationship? Go for it and don't settle for anything less. So on and so forth. What you want must be what you get. No exceptions. Why do you guys think I stay single? Because I know what I want and I date plenty of guys. I meet plenty of guys. I have plenty of nice guys texting me, but like it's not 100% what I want and I refuse to get what I don't want. So I hold myself and the people around me accountable, no exceptions. Number two, respect my time, my wishes, and my boundaries. Oh God, respecting your time is such a big big thing for me. I ended a whole friendship over that. I had a friend for many years who 
was, oh God, like she was just so selfish in a negative way that like she would lie a lot, like bad, 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 make up stories. You know how everyone has that friend who's like the sky is falling every day? Like, oh, I can't make it because I got my car got towed. Meanwhile, her car is sitting perfectly fine in her driveway. I can't come because my phone broke and I got to go to the store and she's on a perfectly working phone. Like everything was a fucking ordeal all the time. Um, and so, yeah, she just always lied, especially when it came to plans and would cancel plans or like even at the last minute, like the type of friend who I would be like fully ready, like hair, makeup done, waiting on her. And then she would just no show. She would just go store. Um, at the last minute, it'd be like, oh my God, I was on my way, but then I got a flat tire. Like when you know, deep down, it's just like, yeah, probably the boy that she's talking to called her. And she just wanted to do that instead. And so now, like, I'm the one who got screwed over because she had no respect for my time, no respect for, you know, me and anything of the sort. And so it didn't matter if she canceled on me at the last minute over and over and over. And that, that I just, I couldn't. That's not a friend. Um, and then, you know, respecting wishes, respecting boundaries. Like, when people think that what you want isn't a big deal or they don't understand your choices, they don't understand your boundaries and they don't want to understand, like, People who make you feel like your wishes and your boundaries are silly or dramatic or too much or too high or whatever. Like, okay, if you're not going to respect my wishes and my boundaries, then we simply can't be friends. You simply can't be in my life. It's one thing to not understand them and being open to asking questions and getting to understand them. But it's a whole other journey if you're just, you think that I'm crazy. Another one, they have to match my effort and meet me where I am. Like, I refuse to ever be in a relationship or a friendship again that feels one-sided. You know, like, I'm not going to diminish the things that I want to do just to make you happy. Like, I have to stay true to, true to myself. If this is, like, what we planned or this is what I want or this is what would make me happy and I'm putting in all this effort and I'm bringing you along and you're just bringing me down, like, that's just simply not going to work. Um, you know, another friend comes to mind that I feel like like, we were friends, but I felt like I was the friend where, like, she only wanted to be with me when it was convenient for her. Like, she had another group of friends, or she had a guy, or whatever the case would be. And I loved this friend so dearly that, like, I always made the effort to talk, or to hang out, or to make plans. And, you know, I could just tell that she wouldn't want to make plans with me because like just in case these other people made plans and then like when they didn't make plans she would call me and like want to you know like do something with me and it's like oh why because nobody else cared to make plans with you you know what I mean like I just felt like I made all the effort and if I didn't we wouldn't talk and then like it got to a point where I just had to stop speaking to her altogether and I think I just ended up like never texting her again or maybe I didn't even answer her last text and it just ended and you know what like Honestly, all it did was prove my point. It just validated my point. Like, if she gave a fuck, I think she would have known, like, why I distanced myself, why I stopped answering, and she would have reached out and she would have made the effort. For me, you know, it was it was easy to let that kind of go because I'd rather not have you in my life at all than have you halfway there. I, I, I have no interest in forcing friendships, forcing relationships, anything that's not 100% on the same page I'm just not interested and the last thing is to keep and honor your word which means to be a woman or a man of integrity so do what you say you're going to do if you say you're going to do it then you must do it 
don't change your mind. I mean, unless you're changing your mind for good reasons, good cause, and it like completely makes sense. But otherwise, like don't be lazy or don't make excuses or don't act like a victim or don't just talk the talk if you can't walk the walk. If you say that you're going to call me, then call. If you say you're going to take me to dinner, then take me to dinner. If you say we're going to do this, then do it. Whatever it is, you must keep and honor your word. And that's, you know, also for yourself to do it. Like, do what you say you're going to do. No ifs, ands, or buts. So those are a few of, to me, like the bare minimum requirements in my life that I hold myself to and that I require from other people. You may call it standards, but I like to switch that mindset to requirements because I have to be selfish with, you know, these things these daily practices and these beliefs in my life and you either get it or you don't and if you don't then you don't care about my sanity and my mental health and my self-care which means you ultimately don't care enough about me and my happiness and therefore I have no room for that so selfishness is like I said very 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 powerful when executed properly and we need to like make that normal and make that a good thing now let's switch gears and get into some advice because i have a dear victoria segment that i want to answer if you guys have not submitted your situations for me please send them over to victoria dot for the girls podcast at gmail.com Try to send some things aside from dating if possible because every single submission I have right now is dating and I try to answer the ones that are a little different because almost all of you guys that ask questions is like same story just different font like it's a matter of like very minor changes and they're all gonna have the same response like you're all emailing me about really shitty guys and you know what my answer is gonna be it's gonna be cut them off like there's no other way around it it's basically everyone's just telling me all different versions of the same stories and being like so what do I do and like you know that I'm gonna say to break up with him but This one is a little bit more specific. The other ones are a little bit more generic. So let's get into this one. And then, yeah, anyone who has anything that you need help with, please email me and make sure to label it Dear Victoria. So let's get into it. Dear Victoria, am I self-sabotaging or do I trust my gut? I've been listening to For the Girls every day at the gym for the past month or so, and you are so inspiring. My question is regarding a guy, blah, I know, but I need some solid advice. Also, I did not say blah, I know, she said that. (laughs) He and I matched on Bumble around eight months ago and have been snapping basically daily up until this past July. Nothing serious, just selfie streaks and a little chit chat. And then like an idiot, I got back with my ex and ghosted him, this guy, for like two weeks. After I came to my senses and blocked my ex for good, I texted this guy again and he immediately asked me out. We went mini golfing and to a carnival on our first date. And then a few days later, we went to a taco place for dinner and walked around Sag Harbor. Um, after our second date, his energy totally changed. And even though he asked me out for the third time, the vibe was totally off. He also casually mentioned texting someone else, but that I was his main priority, which was a red flag, but I appreciated his honesty. And I was also to talking, whoa, I was also talking to some other people on the app. 
So I decided to let it slide. 30 minutes before our third date, he texted and said he wasn't able to make our plans and then texted me a few days later that, saying that he likes me a lot, really enjoyed going out with me, but wasn't up for a relationship right now, blaming his two jobs, mental health, which he also said he was seeking therapy for, and that he didn't want to ruin things with me. I told him that's fine if it changes to reach back out. This is where I messed up. I caved, texted him twice. First time he answered right away. And the conversation was just a general catch up. And then I didn't hear from him for another two-ish weeks. So I reached out again. This time he brought up his stance on relationships again, saying he knows he wants a relationship, just doesn't want to jump into anything prematurely, which I agreed. I would never be with someone's girlfriend. I would never be someone's girlfriend after only two dates. He has now been texting me consistently and even said, I want to put in the effort. I'm the one that has to get you back after all, but with no prompting. We have tentative plans. Um... So should I let it play out and see where this goes or should I go with my gut feeling and not get my hopes up because I'm worried he'll pull the not ready card again um, and I'm also fully off the apps now not looking to get back on and he's the only guy I'm even slightly entertaining. Okay, sorry guys that was a freaking novel but here's the thing let people show you who they are like you can't get your hopes up you can't put expectations on people you can't get off the apps and be like, this is the only guy I'm going to talk to now because he hasn't really given you a reason to do that. He hasn't given you a reason to have your hopes up. He might be saying like, yeah, I'm going to get into it now. But thus far, he has showed you that he doesn't want what you want. He doesn't want a relationship. He's not going to make you his girlfriend. He is busy with work and he needs to get into therapy and focus on his mental health and like he's even saying like, yeah, I want a relationship, but I don't want a relationship. Like it, it's kind of like back and forth and wishy-washy. And I would really, first of all, 100% of the time I would trust my gut. So what I was going to say was I would really follow my intuition. Like 100% of the time I would never say I'm just overthinking, blah, blah, blah. Like if it's coming from the gut and you know it deep down, like in the pit of your stomach, not to get your hopes up, then don't. Like, I would not be deleting my dating app profiles and putting all my eggs into a basket with a guy who has literally told me and showed me that he's not committed to me. He might be saying, I like, I like you. I want to put in the effort. But like, okay, then just put in the effort. Stop talking about it. Just do it. Like, I want to put in the effort, but I'm going to make tentative plans. I've bailed on plans. I don't want to rush things. I take two weeks to answer your texts. Like, it's giving, I want to keep you at an arm's length. I want my cake and eat it too. I don't know where you guys are at now because I know that this um, submission was sent to me about two weeks ago. So I don't know like what has changed, but I will say this. Don't get your hopes up, but also don't write him off because let him prove himself to you. And letting him prove himself to you could mean good or bad. He could prove to be a waste of time. He could prove to be a stand-up guy, a man of, of integrity, a man of his word. And he could really prove to put in the effort that you're looking for. But until he does, I really don't think that I would, like, you know, say, okay, let me just only entertain him. He's the only guy I like. You can meet 500 guys that you like. But the only one that you should commit to is the one who's proven to be devoted to you. So no committing until like, wait, what? you know, the saying that's like innocent and pr until proven guilty, like single until proven committed. Let's go that route. And if your gut is telling you that he's going to pull the I'm not ready card again, then there's a reason for that. So trust it. But 
I look forward to seeing how this all plays out. Thank you so much for submitting. And just in general, for everybody listening, thank you so much for joining me in another episode of For the Girls. It's a pleasure as per usual. I'm really sorry about my raspy voice. I can't help it. I don't know where it came from, but (laughs) I'll stop talking now. That's all for today. Bye, girls. Until next week.